You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello. It's Brooke DeVard. You're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. And I'm just, I'm coming here with some leftovers from my episode with Rachel. She and I can talk. Like we, I think the first episode we did together, we ended up talking for maybe five hours after the interview. And you guys know the show. You know how things go. Sometimes we get far, far outside of the lines of beauty. I rein it in. I bring it back. But when people are interesting, you just want to let them go. And you, there's an intellectual chemistry going on when I talk to these women that I admire. They're smart, and I love the way that they think and the way that their brains work. And so anyway, this is just a, a tidbit talking about talking about the future and voice technology and all of this scary stuff that is happening in the background slowly but surely, slowly enough that we don't freak out about the progress. But if you really, really think about it, this is something that we as women, when we think about representation and shifting perceptions, we should be thinking about voice technology. And all of these new technologies are creating new dynamics and new stereotypes and prototypes of women that I think we should all be conscious of and question and think about how many men are programming these apps. And there's a lot here. And it does relate to beauty. It's all full circle, right? we, We are vast. We contain multitudes. That's what we do here. All right. Well, you, you posted this very interesting, I think it was a New York Times article that I read about like fembots and... That was so interesting. So interesting. But it was basically talking about like how Siri and Alexa... Oh, so did you hear my Alexa just wake up? Like, yes. She was like, Alexa, this is what kind of... Be Asian? quiet. Don't, you're not part of this conversation. But all of these automated voice tools are all women's voices mm-hmm. and they're all designed to basically serve serve mm-hmm. and the author was basically connecting that to culture at large is gearing you towards these women that are seen but never heard exactly and they use the Kylie Kylie Jenner as an example they use, they use the Kardashians as an example it's so true. It's scary, actually, when it's you think spooky. about it. What I thought was the most scary about the article, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, there's an article in the New York Times called The Rise of the Social Media Fembot. I think that's what it's mm-hmm. called. If you Google any one of those words, you'll find it. But um, I'll link to it in the show notes also. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was so interesting. Actually, my friend Margot had posted it, and I just thought it was so fascinating because as a woman, I felt really like 
oh, it blew me. The article really blew me. I was like, oh my God. No, as a woman, it was kind of discouraging, but also really interesting. What I thought was interesting is how they made this connection to, like you said, these, what would you call them? Audio women, like Siri. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Voice activated yeah. assistants. They're like virtual assistants. Yeah, essentially. They like related it to like, you know, men and how they're there to do what you want and to they're essentially made to be like physically beautiful, but like mentally vapid. Mm-hmm. And that the man's worst nightmare is when the so-called digital artificial intelligence has starts getting a mind of its own. In mm-hmm. this case, that's a woman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like, is that a man's worst nightmare? What kind of man do you have to be to not want her to really, you know how a lot of guys think like this, like, I don't want any opposition. I just want her to be beautiful, like a trophy wife. Like, don't say too much. Don't think right, too much. Right. Don't challenge me too much, you know? And I'm like, I could never do that. Like, I would want a guy to be like, want me to challenge them and be with a partner who's like equally yoked mentally and spiritually and emotionally, whatever. But the way that they wrote it and um, detailed it was just an interesting reflection of the times. It was one provocative to suggest what the future might look like, but it was also rooted in like what already exists. Yeah. And the relation to like Kylie and how you can customize yourself to look the way your followers want and how like her lips start to inflate and her skin tone starts to deepen and her hair color changes and like granted she's a real person behind all of that with real feelings but like the persona is really interesting and how like you comply well, what about the influencer who's fake? Like a literal... Lil Michaela? Yeah, like a literal like Sim character mm-hmm. that's an influencer. And like, I think you sent it to me. Like Montclair sent her a jacket. Like I was like, this is too much. It's bizarre. It's really bizarre. But you guys should read it and see what you guys think. Well, I know you always say like, we're living in the future. We are in the future. And like, sure. ever since you told me that, like, I just think about it all the time. I'm like, this is... We're the future. We're like on some weird next level. It's really weird. It's really weird. And I'm scared of what the future will look like because I know VR is coming. I know artificial intelligence is coming. And that's the other reason why I get so frustrated with the fashion industry because they keep referring to this, the word digital, like it's novelty, like mm-hmm. it's niche, like it's this new mm-hmm. cool thing. And it's like a 2018 talking about digital is like talking about oxygen. It's like talking about air. Like there's nothing that we're doing. That's not digital. Every we order food, the way we get cars. Everything. So when someone's considered like digital head of digital, it's like, what you're head of, I was about to have digital in my title. And I was like, can I just be marketing? Because how can you do marketing without digital? Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. silly. And they're so far behind and they still want to do this. Like even the system, the wholesale business that you, would the idea that you would show clothing on the runway and then six months later it's in stores and expect people in an instant world to care that's like telling someone like listen to my album but you can buy it in six months it's like no I'm off that by that yeah. time you know it's like it's I've yeah. already seen it on the red carpet it's already sample traffic to, you know all over the editorials whatever and they're living like the industry is living in this archaic model that that's why I say like that's why I kind of don't participate in it because I'm really looking towards the future and what's going right. to come next and right. I focus like our investments and our you know our business plan and the people that we talk to about growing on the future and that's why it does seem like I'm apart from the, like I'm separated from the industry because I don't want to play that game that's a game of the past yeah it doesn't make sense like fashion shows are not meant to be a public event they were never meant to be public <laughs> yeah they were meant for insiders to have a conversation to pick what was going to be mm-hmm, in the stores mm-hmm. so that when it was in the stores it was the customer's first time seeing yeah. it so now it's like you're going to do a show in February it's not going to hit stores until what August well now they're trying to do the like 
see now, buy now. But no one's really doing it. But also, like, who buys clothes at full price? Who? And that's the other thing. No one. Everyone understands that by the time the weather is warm, all of this stuff is going to be 60, 80% off. So, like, everyone trains their customers to shop sale, and that's why no one does buy a full price, and that's why we don't ever go on sale, and that's why certain brands like Supreme never go, like, certain brands never go on sale because they train you to understand if you want it, you don't have to just get it. it. It's not going to change. This is what it is. And if if it, you know, it'll just be sitting here. Like, it's this is what the price. Yeah. And so when Wang announced that he was going to start showing in June, I was like, thank God, God yeah. because I've been saying for so long to anyone that knows me, if we are going to do fashion week, they should be doing it in June and December. It does not make sense to do it in February and September. And you'd have to really understand like the retail chain and the supply chain to understand why it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But like it stays on the floor longer and it doesn't get marked on a sale yeah. as soon. Mm-hmm. And there's like a bunch of reasons why, you know, the season doesn't change in the middle of the sell through. I hope you enjoyed this leftovers episode. If you're feeling it in your spirit, in your heart, please go to the Apple Podcast app. Subscribe if you're not subscribed. I think I'm going to start releasing these more regularly, dare I say, once a week. I've just been, I've been feeling like I can handle more, I can do more. I do this out of joy. I do this out of love. I appreciate the support you guys give me. And last but not least, I want to shout out my sponsor, Studio. I have a link in my show notes. All of my listeners get 20% off. I've been loving my wireless headphones. They are permanently attached to me. I'm, I think I'm going to order a second pair. My brother's jealous that I have them, so now he wants them. Studio.com, linked in the show notes. They have amazing, amazing headphones with really great design. Use the code NAKEDBEAUTY at checkout. Again, that's NAKEDBEAUTY at checkout on studio.com. All right, thanks, guys. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.